Welcome to the Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the WeedSmart Project Manager and Communications Lead. Each fortnight on Mondays, we interview a local expert from a different cropping region to provide you with a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. On the regional update today, we are catching up with Angus Daglish. He is an agronomist with Nutrien Ag Solutions, and we did recently have him on the webinar, What's Next in the North for Weed Control. I'll provide that in the show notes if you haven't had a chance to watch that yet. That was in August, but he does join me now. How are you going, Angus? Yeah, well, thanks, Jess. Very well, thank you. Thank you so much for catching up with us again. Now, obviously, with the regional update, we focus on each region. We sort of go around in a bit of a merry-go-round. So today is the northern region's turn, and you're obviously based in Dolby, Queensland. But, uh, yeah, you're working as an agronomist in that region. Can you give us just firstly a broad overview of what's going on at the moment in terms of seasonal conditions? A general overview here at the moment would be drying out and drying out rapidly. We had a really, really good start, the best start we'd seen, uh, well, best start I'd ever seen and the best start a lot of the older farmers had ever seen. Put us in really good stead for a, for a bumpy year but I think just given the, the size of the crops we were looking at and the fact that the tap's turned off now for oh, nearing, nearing a couple of months, yeah we're really starting to hurt and we're losing yield rapidly. So as much as it, it had looked good and the, the forecast still looks good, just at this stage we're, uh, we're starting to hurt a little bit. Oh, sorry to hear about that. Is there anything growers and agronomists can be thinking about at the moment with this change of events in terms of, yeah, keeping on top of things? Is there anything that people need to be looking out for? Just at the moment, we're just trying we're just trying to keep on top of whatever yield we can. So given that the mice situation had still been quite a big factor that we've been dealing with, so hopefully they're starting to quieten off. But um, that and just we're just trying to keep everything, even just our fallows, keeping them clean at this stage. Any weeds that we've got, we're just trying to keep everything clean. So maximising whatever moisture we uh, we have in our systems. Yeah, certainly. So looking at those weeds, what are kind of the most burdensome at the moment and, and what's the best way to deal with them? We're probably at this stage, we're really probably seeing, starting to see a transition from our winter weeds to like turnips and things like that. They're starting to really hay off and die off with the with the warmer conditions we've had. Just in the last few weeks, probably like peach wine or some of your more summer dominant weeds we're starting to see come through just with the uh, warmer conditions. Feathertop, obviously, it's been a real changing, uh, well, a strange sort of weed this year. We've had it right through the winter season, so hasn't been growing as such, but uh, definitely its presence has been there. So uh, as we warm up and if we get a bit more rain, we'll, uh, we'll see uh, feathertop populations explode. Yeah, right. And what are some of the strategies people can think about when coming to control those feathertop roads incursions? I think while our residuals are playing a huge part up here, considering we're very much minimum or zero till orientated. So if we uh, residuals such as metallic or S, uh, it's it's still the main uh, the main herbicide of choice with trying to take care of emerging feathertop populations during the the winter season. Probably the big one this year that we've noticed though, feathertop's been emerging a lot sooner than what we always sort of thought. I mean. Last year, I saw early populations of feathertop come through sort of the start of winter, and it's sort of the same again this year. So, moving into next season, we'll be uh, applying residual herbicides a lot sooner to try and uh, keep those populations down. Because the moment you take your foot off the throttle just for one season with feathertop, it comes back with vengeance. So, hopefully, we haven't shot ourselves in the foot too much this year. The guys who got an early residual spray down have really benefited from that. But uh, anyone who was a little bit late to the party, just given the rainfall that we were getting and everything else, they might find themselves in a little bit of strife next year. But another one's probably like the Valor. 
like our Group Gs, but a little bit more activity is starting to be used around them, both getting a bit of broadleaf and then grass control there. So the price is probably the one thing that scares a few people away from it, but fitting it into the right situation and making use of both the broadleaf and grass activity should see us start to use a bit more of it. Okay, Angus, thank you for that update. And looking forward, uh, what would your advice be in terms of weed control, weed control strategies over that summer period and, and things that growers and agronomists need to be thinking about? What, do you, uh, what would your advice be there? Mainly just trying to go early, just trying not to let anything get too out of hand. If we move into a warmer or if we start to get a few drier old storm events roll through, we'll have fresh weeds for a little while, but the moment they start to stress and dry off a little bit, we'll have trouble starting to control them. So just trying to go as early as practical and as, uh, as feasible as the options that might be, just trying to get on top of smaller weeds and be a bit smart about it, not, I suppose, going early but not uh, going too early where you shoot yourself on the foot and you've got to be back in the paddock a week or 10 days later uh, spraying something else. So just trying to stop everything set seed and try and keep their fallows as clean as possible. Certainly, Angus. And is there any other general advice, whether it's to do with weeds or maybe something a bit more broader that you'd like to share with at the moment before we wrap things up? Uh, there's not, nothing at this stage that we're finding is like too much of a game changer uh, in, this, in this sort of neck of the woods. Obviously, our camera sprayers are probably going to really start to come into their own in the coming months as we sort of try and tidy up a few fallows leading into our uh, summer crops, so sorghum, corn, mung beans and cotton. They've already got a, a plan in the back of our mind with a lot of those situations, just trying to um, make sure that, you know, we've got a plan B, we can go out to our broad acre sprays, and then if need be, we can come in with a camera later and, uh, and tidy up a few escapees or late flushes at certain weeks. But that would be probably the only real thing that, that we're finding is really useful around these parts at this stage. But uh, once if we get some more consistent seasons, I'm sure we'll come up with some new uh, new and inventive ideas. Certainly, Angus. Well, thank you so much for giving us a regional update today. We really appreciate you taking the time. And, yeah, thanks again. Uh, Yeah, I know it's busy, so we really uh, value you having a chat with us. Thank you so much. No, no worries, Jess. It's uh, a pleasure. Thanks very much.